Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. The praise begins. Uh, we know that it's easy for us because we're grateful. Whenever you're full of gratitude, praise is easy. It's, it's easy to raise your hands up. It's easy to dance. It's easy to just worship the Lord with all your heart because of gratitude, right? Uh, where there's gratitude, there's genuine praise, right? And if there's genuine praise, there's always joy. And if there's joy, there's always healing, right? And if there's healing, it's because God's presence is, uh, is there. So praise does all that. The Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. So when you start praising God, God's going to be present. And is there anything that God cannot do? No, there's nothing. Nothing. If you can believe all things are possible to him that believeth, if you'll just begin to praise God. So if you ever find yourself, you say, oh, this morning, it's a Monday, it's a Tuesday, whatever it is, and you're, and you're gloomy. Well, just start uh, uh, filling your heart with gratitude. Begin to thank the Lord for everything that he's done for you. Remember that old song, count your many blessings, name them one by one. Well, before long, uh, you'll be so full of gratitude, it'll start coming out of your heart that uh, you can't but praise God. And then joy will come upon your life, and then all of a sudden, your body begins to be healed. Can you say amen? Praise God. Well, this morning, I'm going to ask you to stand one more time. And we're going to go to uh, uh, um, Isaiah 61. And I'll be speaking a little bit about the joy of gladness and also the garment of praise. And we'll fin I'll finish that up on Wednesday. Pastor Matt will be back uh, uh, soon afterwards, but I'll be here also Wednesday to share on this because it's very, very, very important for 2020. And this is what the word of the Lord is, and this is a, uh, a prophetic word that was fulfilled uh, in Luke chapter 4 when Jesus uh, stood there in his hometown. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Everybody out loud, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach what? Good tidings, good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim, say it out loud, liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them the beauty to give them beauty for ashes, the joy of gladness, or the, or the, jo the oil of joy for what? For mourning, in the garment of praise, for the spirit of heaviness, that, it, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Can you say amen? Praise God. Give the Lord a great praise offering. You may be seated. We'll speak a little bit about this because this is so important for 2020 and for the rest of your life is to be a joyful Christian. And, uh, and once again, if you're having a hard time being joyful, well, then you learn to be grateful about everything, 
right? Everything. Uh, you know, you can go back to when you were four years of age, three years of age, or whatever. And you start thanking God for that moment. You should have been dead, but here you are, right? There was a terrible accident, but you uh, came through that. God rescued you. Or maybe you were in a strange place, and God, uh, uh, His hand was upon you. Maybe you were totally broke that one month, right? All of a sudden, God came through, and He provided for you. Come on, let's give the Lord a great praise offering. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, uh, it'll be appropriate to use, uh, uh, I don't know if you've read that story, but you should, Second Chronicles 20-20. Uh, uh, we're going to go to 2020, Second uh, Chronicles 20-20. In the last part of that verse, it tells us to believe twice, right? That's our responsibility. Aren't you glad that God did the hard part, right? He did the hard part. The only thing we have to do is just receive. And, and we receive by believing. See, he did the hard part. We do the easy part, just believing, right? Say, well, I'm having a hard time believing. Well, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So the last part of Second uh, Chronicles 20.20 says, Believe in the Lord your God. Somebody say, Believe in the Lord your God. And you shall be what? Established. And then he says, believe his prophets and you shall prosper. In other words, the pastor will be uh, giving you a prophetic word, a word uh, from God's word. Uh, you just believe what the prophet or the pastor says and uh, you will be and you will prosper. Can you say amen? So here it is for 2020. Established. How would you like that? Established and prosperous. Wow. Right? That's powerful. Well, the only thing you have to do is believe the Lord your God and you will be established. You will be uh, totally uh, cemented, uh, rooted, praise God. And, uh, and if you believe what the pastor or the prophet says, you will prosper, right? Any anointed word that comes out of his mouth that you receive as raiment, just believe it and you will prosper. Amen. Before we start this morning, I want to ask you about three dates, three uh, important dates that are related uh, to uh, in your relationship to God. You know, there's other dates in your life, like the day you were born, right? That's an important date, the day you were married. But th there's three very important dates that we must remember in relationship to God. And the first one is, when were you born again? That's very, very important. Do you remember? Hmm? Uh, that's so important for 2020 and for the rest of your life because how many of you know that the devil is the father of lies? Uh, how many of you are woke up and you didn't feel saved, right? But thank God we're, we don't base it on feelings, right? Because the Bible says that if, if you'll uh, confess with your mouth and believe with your heart uh, the Lord Jesus, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So you must know, if you don't know, you say, well, I don't know, I don't even know if I am. Well, maybe you can do it today. It's very important. But you must know at least the month you were saved, in the year. When, what year were you born? Okay, what year were you born? Uh, again. And what was the month? Can you remember the day it was? 
I've talked to some people in the other service, and they said, I was, I was born again on this year, this month. It was on a, on a Wednesday, and it was at 9 o'clock. Man, they got it down, right? So that is very, very important that you uh, always remember the day that you were born again. Because you can always be back in the devil would challenge uh, you being a son of God. Because if you're a child of God, number one, you are an heir. An heir of God and joint heir with Jesus Christ. That's so very important. Uh, can you say amen? Well, let's give the Lord a great praise of him for that because you're an heir of God. <clears throat> Second date is very, very important. When did you? This is very important. When did you receive the Lord as your physician? Because he's revealed himself. He said, I am the Lord your God. Uh, uh, I am your healer. I am your physician. I am your doctor. Now, if you've lived in, well, in my little short life of nearly 72 years, uh, I've learned that this, this body is very complicated. There is no way that any doctor or any hospital or any clinic can maintain or keep you in health. It is impossible. It's not. It's impossible. But uh, that's why I'm asking you, when, when, when did you receive the Lord as your healer? Hmm? He's your savior, but he's, he's your healer also, right? And he, it's, and it's, it's been established, and he declared it, that when he went to Calvary's cross, not only did he... Uh, carry all your uh, uh, all your uh, uh, your sins, but also he carried all your diseases, right? So when were you when were you healed? When did you receive him as your Lord, as your as your Lord and also your healer? When did you receive him as your healer? Some people say, "Well, I never have." That's the problem. You got to receive him as your doctor, because nothing becomes yours until you receive him, right? That's right. There's no salvation until you receive him as your Lord. There is no doctor, even though it's part of the package, right? It's all included in the package. You've got to receive it by faith. And say, he, from this day forward, he is my doctor. You're my physician. You're my doctor. And I thank you, Lord, because I will live all my days uh, in health. Can you say amen? So this morning, I declare that all of you, before you leave this place, that he is your doctor and that you will be totally and completely well and in health. Can you say amen? Come on, give the Lord a praise offering. <laughs> Hallelujah. Number three, this is a very important date. When uh, did he become your provider? Because uh, uh, in Genesis 22, God revealed himself once again. He revealed himself to Abraham. But, all, uh, but it's important to us because we're the seed of Abraham. And the blessing of Abraham, the same blessing is upon us. And God told Abraham, from this day forward, I will be Jehovah Jireh to you. I am your provider. Can you say amen? So when he's your provider, your days of lack are over. I'm telling you, your days of lack are over. You'll never lack. You might come through a tight spot, but all of a sudden, abundance and overflow will come in your life. Uh, and I declare this morning that soon, some of you that are believing that, you will be debt-free. Totally debt-free. Say, Pastor, how? Uh, listen, 
you, uh, God can do the impossible. Can you say amen? So when did, you when did he become your provider? Hmm? When did he? So you say, well, I don't know. Well, you better do it today on this. What is today? The 20, 29th. 29th of December, you say, on the 29th of February, I mean, of December 2019, I received him as my doctor and also my provider. He's already my Lord, and if he's not, make him all three. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, <clears throat> Jesus is our great physician. God already declared that in the Old Testament, and uh, we see it in the New Testament, right? Uh, Jesus is the great physician, and his prescriptions are in his book. Can you say amen? They're all there. All his prescriptions of the great physician. He is the great physician. And in his book are his prescriptions so that you can live a healthy life. Now, they're all important, but a vital one is joy. That is very, very important. And it is the most uh, effective antidepressant in the entire world. Some people are taking uppers and downers. And everything, uh, to, uh, I think, is there something you can give me, doctor? I'm depressed. Well, what they didn't realize is that uh, the, Lord, uh, the Lord God already gave us the greatest prescription and the greatest antidepressant uh, depressant, uh, in the world, and that is joy. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. So until you're depressed... Uh, you are not, you'll not be de uh, oppressed. But it's when you are depressed that oppression comes. And if you cannot be depressed, you can never be oppressed by the enemy. Can you say amen? That's why joy is so very, very important. So joy guarantees the divine presence of God. And with his presence, you cannot, it's impossible to, to be oppressed. When God is present. Somebody said, I feel so depressed. Well, God's not there, right? He's not present. He's not manifested. You, know, you say, how do we get him to be, uh, to be present? Uh, he inhabits the praises of his people. Can you say amen? You said, uh, things are not working out for me, pastor. Well, you better start jumping, right? That's it. You better start jumping. You say, I'm not a jumper. You better start jumping. If you come from the kind of church I came from when I was young, Man, you couldn't lift up your hand. You lift up your hand, they say, what are we voting for? Or maybe put your hand down, out of here, right? You couldn't clap your hand. Man, that'd be exaggerated uh, in that kind of service. But uh, we ought to clap our hands. We ought to praise God. And don't be ashamed. You ought to be, become a praiser. Can you say amen? This is why in Psalm 1611, he says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is the fullness of Wow, wow, in his presence is the fullness of joy. You can start getting rid of your, your drugs, right? Once you start taking his prescription, do, uh, get away from all that other stuff, uh, antidepressants. No, the best one is joy. Can you say amen? At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Praise God. Now, I have two points with you uh, I'm going to share with you this morning. And I think it will cover it completely for you so that you can walk out of here and you can be a joyful person, a person that walks in health, a person that walks in, in prosperity and in God's provision. Some people say, I don't believe that God prospers. Well, you haven't read the Bible. You've got to read from Genesis to Revelation. You'll see that God prospers his people. 
Now, we also have to understand there's, a lot, uh, there's two different kinds of messages that you will hear even by the prophets. Uh, and we must, we must be able to distinguish those two messages. One is for the world or for people who are not walking with God. And then there's a message for God's people. But I can guarantee you this morning that it will be okay for you tomorrow. Can you say amen? And for the month of January, and for the month, uh, and for the year 2020, it's going to be okay for you. Not just okay, it will be overflowing for you. Because God is still God, and He has not changed. Can you say amen? Come on, let's give Him a great praise offering this morning. <laughs> praise God. Hallelujah. Now, the first point, what's in joy? That's the first question. What's in joy that brings healing? All right? And I declare this morning, before I start sharing this, that any issue that you have against your health will disappear today. Everything. Any issue that you have, whether it be your leg, your head, your shoulders, any organ of your body, I declare that that's going to be taken care of today. Now, the reason or, or what is there, what's in, in joy that heals? Well, there's healing virtue. There's healing virtue. Somebody say there's healing virtue in joy. That's right. Every... Every brokenness of heart, listen to me real carefully, will always lead to a broken body. Because your body is not the real you. The body is just the, uh, the temple in which you live. The real you is how God made us, spirit, soul, and body. The real you is inside. And when that is broken, your body's going to be broken. So we have to get that uh, heal, can you say amen, and get that renewed. Uh, this is why <clears throat> in Proverbs 17, 22, the Bible says a merry heart. Listen, he says a merry heart. A merry heart does good like medicine. Somebody say it does good like medicine. But a broken spirit dries the bone. The outside is a reflection of the inside man. When you see a person that is all depressed, it's because your spirit is broken. And it's because something happened to your, your heart. It's been broken. This is why in Proverbs 18, 14, the Bible says the spirit of a man. Somebody say the spirit of a man. It's another word for heart, right? The heart. We're not talking about the pumping organ. We're talking about the inside man. The spirit of a man will sustain him how? In sickness. But who? Who can bear a broken spirit? When your spirit is broken, your body cannot and will not be healthy. You've got to take care of the inside. Can you say amen? So with that, uh, let me advise you, don't allow people to break your heart. Do not allow them. And if they're mean to you, forgive them right away. Can you say amen? Get away from heartbreakers, right? That's right. That's right. But because the more joyful you are, the healthier you're going to be. Can you say amen? Hello. Come on. Give the Lord a great praise offering. The more joyful you are, the healthier you are, you're going to become. Right? See, I don't know what's wrong with me. Pastor, I've gone to three or four doctors. You can go to 100. You can go to Lubbock. Go to Dallas. Go to the best clinics. But unless you take care of the inside, your, your body will not line up. Can you say amen? It's too complicated. God made it. There's so many vessels, arteries, veins, cells. Can you say amen? It's impossible for your body, 
uh, and the health of your body is the inward man. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. So divine presence establishes our dominion over sickness, and it takes joy for us to qualify for divine presence. Can you say amen? So what's in, what's in joy that uh, gives us healing, right, that heals? Well, there is divine strength. Not only is there healing virtue, but there is divine strength. Somebody say divine strength. How many of you got up and you're just dragging around, right? Uh, how many of you slept 10 hours and you're still tired? Well, uh, 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 what's in joy uh, that brings healing, right? Well, it's, there's divine strength. Can you say amen? Nehemiah 8.10, remember the last part of that verse? He says, uh, do not sorrow. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Can you say amen? So the more joyful a man is, the stronger he lives. More joyful? He said, I want to be strong, man. I want to have strength. I want to have vitality. Well, the more joy you have, the, more, uh, the stronger you're going to live. Can you say amen? Psalms 84, 7, he says, they go from strength to strength. Hallelujah. We can add, they go from glory to glory, from victory to victory, uh, triumph to triumph, can you say amen? So uh, they go from strength to strength. You say, well, it's my age. Uh, some, I've seen people 20 years of age, they can't even move, right? 30. Uh, your age has nothing to do with, just fill yourself with joy. God is still God, can you say amen? He's the God of Abraham. He's the God of Sarah. Man, Sarah at 90, listen to me now, she was a beauty queen when Abimelech uh, returned her back to Abraham. He said, I'm going to give you this money. Give this money to Abraham. I want you to, for him to buy you a veil over your face so that man will not desire you and covet you. That's how beautiful Sarah was at 90. And you know kings ain't looking for no old ladies. Right? No. And they're not looking for ugly ones either. They're looking for beautiful girls, man, in every aspect. So uh, Sarah at 90, she was a beauty queen, Mrs. Universe. Who did that? It was God. He did that. Praise God. Can you say amen? Number three, uh, what's in joy that heals? Well, uh, uh, it's joyous access. To divine revelation. The more joy you have, more revelation will come to you. More revelation from God's word, more victory will come to your life. Can you say amen? Look what Isaiah 12, 3 says. He said, therefore with joy you will draw water. Wow. Therefore with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Come on. Come on, let's give the Lord a great praise on for that with joy. You say, uh, I don't get any revelation from the Word. It's like Greek to me. Well, because only God can give you revelation. And He's not going to give it to you until you come into His presence with joy. Can you say amen? But all of a sudden, when you're full of joy and gratitude, you open God's Word, man, it comes alive to you. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. So the more joyful you are, 
the more access you have to revelation. The more joyful you are, the more the healthier you are. The more joyful you are, the stronger you live. Can you say amen? The more joyful you are, uh, the more revelation you have. You'll, have. you'll know the secrets of the Most High God. Have you ever read in, in the book of Job? Uh, because we read in the first chapter that he was the richest man in the East. So how did he get to be the richest man in the East? I mean, he was rich, man. I don't think the word filthy rich is enough. I mean, this guy was rich, man, rich. And you, you know what he said in, in the later chapter? He said, it was the secrets of God. The secrets of God. The secrets of God. They're all in there in that book. It's all in the book. Say, so why don't everybody have them? Well, you've got to access them, right? And the only way to access them is, uh, is through joy. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. So you cannot be depressed. And I declare that no depression is on you today. I rebuke that. I command that spirit of depression to leave you in the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? Praise God. We're so joyful that even when we talk about uh, the end times, we don't get depressed because we're not part of it, right? Uh, we're so joyful that when we talk about economic crisis, uh, it don't affect us because we're not part of it. Can you say amen? We're exempt from any economic crisis, and I've gone through all of them. I mean, for the last, uh, I don't know how many years. I've seen it from way back in the, in the 50s I, uh, or 60s when I started getting a revelation, late 60s. Then I uh, never went through any kind of crisis in my life. But there was crisis. Every seven years, there's a crisis, but it never touched me. Praise God. Uh, so we can stay joyful. Now, the second point that I want to share with you is about joy guaranteed. Ha! How can we guarantee? Well, joy is guaranteed if you have these four, uh, uh, four experiences in your life. And the first question to me, to, me uh, to you is, are you saved? Are you born again? Because when you're saved, joy comes to your life. Uh, have you heard about the, the joy of salvation? There it is, right? Uh, John 1, 12, he says, But as many as received him, to them he gave them the right to become children of God, to those that believe in his name. Uh, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. you got to receive him. It's not just because I went to church, I, I'm a Christian. No, just because I walk in the garage, it don't mean I'm a car, right? No, no. So uh, you have to receive him. Psalms 51, 12, look what David said. He said, restore to me the what? The joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. There's joy. It's a guaranteed, is joy guaranteed when you're saved, when you're, when you're truly saved. I mean, there's joy, praise God. And then in Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23, remember the fruit of the Spirit? That fruit is yours when you get saved. And he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. The second one is joy, peace. Long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law. It's a fulfillment of the law. Can you say amen? 
Number two, are you baptized in the Holy Spirit? If you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, just like the apostles did on the day of Pentecost, uh, they were there, 120. Mary, the mother of Jesus, were there also. And they, they were praising God for 10 days on the, on, the, on the day of Pentecost, the 50th day after uh, the resurrection. The Bible says that the Spirit came upon them, and they started speaking in new tongues. And, and they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. When you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, you receive double. Double joy. Can you say amen? Praise God. That's why in Ephesians 5, verse 18 to 22, he's saying, be not drunk with wine. How many people are going to be drunk on, uh, not you, but how many people in the world? Uh, right on Tuesday, they're going to be drunk. Uh, uh, on Wednesday, they're going to feel horrible. Some of them will be in jail. Some of them have committed all kinds of crimes, right? Uh, by uh, Wednesday is jail time right, is standing before the judge, and maybe there's divorce too, right, there's other things, uh, but uh, be not drunk with wine which is, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God by the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus, can you say amen, hallelujah, so uh, <clears throat> number four, these are guaranteed. So uh, are you flowing in revelation? That'll give you triple joy. Are you meditating in God's word? Hmm? Do you get up in the morning like Psalms 112 or the man of Psalms 1 that delights uh, day and night in his word? You meditate in the word day and night. You take a scripture, take it to work with you, and you're meditating on it. You're not thinking about a bunch of stupid stuff. You're thinking about uh, God's word, man, what he's doing for you, what he's going to do. Well, you will have uh, triple joy. That's it, triple joy, because you're engaging in the meditation of God's word, and you're making discoveries. Wow. And then number four, this will guarantee your joy. This will give you not triple, it'll go beyond that. It'll give you joy inexpressible, exceedingly great joy. And that is, are you a soul winner? Hmm? How many people have been believers for 10, 20, 30 years, never won one person to God? Well, you'll never know exceedingly great joy until you do that. Because every time a person gets saved, there is dancing in heaven. Can you imagine all the people that have already gone? Even Pastor Barbara, when you win a person to the Lord, she is dancing, boy. She knows how to dance. Boy, she is dancing now. She is dancing. And not only her, but all of heaven is dancing when you're a soul winner. And let me say this. You'll never be depressed if you'll start on day one, say, I'm going to be a soul winner. I'm going to lead people to God. I'm going to talk to people. Uh, I know people. Just be a, uh, have a holy listening ear. Holy, not a gossip ear, right? A holy listening ear. When you hear people talking about their problems, you're listening to them. You say, hey, I overheard what you said. Uh, I got the answer for you. 
it happened in my life, I can help you with that problem. Can you say amen? So remember Luke 10, 17. He says, then the 70 returned with joy. The Lord Jesus sent out the 70 to go and minister to people. They came back and said, wow, this is, we've never experienced anything like this, right? Lord, even the devils, the demons are subject to us in your name, right? So praise God, if you're praying for people to get saved, you're reaching out to people and establishing people, you have exceedingly great joy in your life. Can you say amen? That's why in 1 Peter 1, 8 and 9, he says, uh, uh, you have uh, in, uh, uh, whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, <clears throat> receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Praise God. So there's joy in heaven, right? There's a lot of joy. And there'll be joy in your house too and in your life. He said, Pastor, how can I have Continual joy. This is it. You will not only have double joy, triple joy, you'll have inexpressible joy in your life when you're talking to your loved ones, your friends. You said, you know what? Talk to your sister, your brother. You know, they're lost. You say, listen, this is what you need. Uh, I'll pray for you. Come on over. Uh, I'm going to lead you to the Lord. Well, you know, I go to church. You know they're not saved. He said, uh, uh, come on over. I'm going to show you how to be prosperous, how to be blessed from this, uh, from this day forward. You start talking to them, and joy will come upon your life. You're leading people to the Lord. Can you say amen? Look at Luke 15, 10, and I'll finish with this. Luke 15, 10. He says, likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence. There's joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Can you imagine what heaven is doing when people are coming into the Lord, man. They're rejoicing. They're not rejoicing because you say, well, I bought a new house. I got a new car. You know, no. They rejoice when people are coming to the Lord. And then Matthew 6.33 is a fulfillment of that. Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33. Uh, Jesus summed it up and said this. Seek ye first. Seek ye first, say it out loud, seek ye first, not second, seek ye first the kingdom of God, put him first above everything, seek ye first, how many things will be added? I wonder if that's the truth, huh, seek ye first, huh, will he add? What people are killing themselves to get, and some of them are wore out, man, they're wore out completely trying to get things in their life. They're, they kill themselves to get these things. God will add them to you if you'll put him first in your life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And what is, uh, what is the first in the kingdom? Naturally, it would be souls. That's, that's number one. That's it. It's not just praying and fasting, reading your Bible. All that is to... Uh, for an objective, and that is to win people to God because you're here because somebody spoke to you. I thank God that I'm going to heaven. I thank God that I, I'm a son of the living God. Oh, and, it, and I'm here because somebody paid the price and prayed for me, and somebody invited me 
to accept Jesus as my personal Savior, and I thank God for that. Can you say amen? Praise God. So, uh, <clears throat> when there is, uh, when the kingdom is number one, you cannot, you cannot, uh, but uh, praise the Lord in your life, and you'll have joy, and you'll have everything. Can you say amen? And all things will be added to your life. And let me say this. You cannot ever be poor when God is first. It's impossible because if you make the laws of sowing and reaping to function in your life, you cannot be poor. How? Because he says, give, and it shall what? Shall be given unto you. So it's impossible to be poor. It's, it's impossible to be uh, to lack because when you sow, it comes back to you. And Jesus even talked about the hundredfold return, 60 and 30. So the more you sow, the more, more, more comes back to you. The more you sow, the more it comes back. It's impossible. People talk, uh, they said, uh, Pastor, I can't pay my bills. My first question is, do you, pay, do you give your tithes and offerings? No. Well, that's your problem. That's why you'll always have lack in your life. But when you sow, you'll never lack. I've experienced that. And my dad, I believe, uh, he used to love this verse. He died at 91. My mom died at 91. His, his favorite verse, uh, one of his favorite verses was Psalms 35, 25. David said, uh, I was young, but now I'm old. Yet I have never seen, never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You'll never beg bread, and your children will never beg bread either. And they won't be a bunch of people uh, asking for loans. Give me, let me borrow this. Would you give me five? Could you lend me five dollars, ten dollars, a thousand? You'll never be there if you'll do exactly what this book says. Praise God. So are you all ready to have a great 2020? Are you ready? Come on, let's stand up. Let's give the Lord a great praise offering. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It will be the best year of your life. Praise the Lord. Okay, hold hands because we don't have much time now. Uh, let's just hold hands. And, and let's declare uh, and release healing this morning because we talked about that. Father, everything that is sickness, every spirit of infirmity, I command you by the authority of the power of the Word of God and the name which is above every name, loosen these people right now. And I want you to say, I receive you, Lord Jesus. Come on, say, I receive you, Lord Jesus. Not only as my Lord and Savior, but I receive you as my physician. From this day forward, I, you are my doctor. I will look to you, Lord. You're my healer. Praise God. Now look at these people like Abraham. Went up to 175. Uh, these people were healthy. And they were out there in the desert. There's no uh, Walgreens, no CVS, no clinics, no nothing. Said, How did these people make it? The Lord was their healer. And the Lord is your healer today. He has not changed in the name of Jesus. And not only is he your healer, but also he is your provider. He's your provider He's your provider. Just walk and make them to function in your life. The law of sowing and reaping.
And you'll never lack in your life. Never. Cannot. It's impossible. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Pressed down. Running over. Shall man give unto your bosom. And God cannot lie. The more you give, the more it comes back to you. We're about to enter the First Fruit Conference and the Holy Spirit, uh, Holy Spirit and First Fruit Conference, where we give our best offering, best offering during that conference. I'm telling you, the law of sowing and reaping works. I've seen it work. I saw it in the life of my dad, my mom. They died blessed. We've been blessed, the children. And I declare you'll be blessed, and your children will be blessed. And if the Lord tarries, you will see your children's children to the fourth generation. Praise God. That's it. But you've got to teach your children. Teach them. Teach your children. Raise them up in the Lord. Make sure that they make him Lord and make him their physician and their provider. In Jesus' mighty name, praise God.